Well, hello and welcome to the BNI Success Podcast. I'm Paul Furlong, Director Consultant for Merseyside and Manchester West and Creative Director of Opus Media. Hi, I'm Leon McCowan. I'm Early Director for Merseyside and Director for Your Business Mobile. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing referrals. What is the official BNI policy on referrals, Paul? So BNI policy number six, it says members are required to bring bona fide referrals and or visitors to their chapter of BNI. Chapters may establish a minimum number of referrals and or visitors that is acceptable to maintain membership. So let's unpack that a little bit, Leon. What does that mean to you? Well, I'm interested in bona fide. What, what makes a referral bona fide? I think for me it's got to be on the, uh, on the, the heat scale, on the one to five scale. If it's, if it's bona fide, it's got yep. to be warmed up. They've got to be expecting the call and there's got to be a genuine opportunity for business there. Otherwise, I don't think it's bona fide. And for me, if I ever pass uh, an introduction to somebody and it's not a four or five on that heat scale, then I don't really consider that to be a referral. So I don't tend to pass it as a referral. I'll just warm it up as an introduction. Yeah, I've done a few introductions myself, and then I'll chase them up a bit later down the line and ask them if they've managed to catch up and if it was uh, something that they think business will be able to be born from. Um, what, what what kind of things should we be looking out for if it's, we're going to count it as a referral then, you think? Would there be three, four, five key things that need to be on there I'm guessing the name of the person is important yeah it's a good idea to know who you're calling um, and in order to call them I guess there's probably got to be a phone number on there as well yeah because it's got on on the slips and then on the online it'll have the telephone numbers obviously being important the email address has got to be on there and then some comments what kind of stuff are you usually put in the comments do you know I've seen it so many times where people have just written as per email or as per discussion and that that's not good enough uh, for me on the referral so it needs to be a little bit of detail about what that person is looking for uh, and why that introduction's um, started to be made and um, particularly when you're doing a referral reality check in the chapter um, if there's no detail there for, for the referral reality check it's going to be very difficult to to check it within the chapter it's also difficult if that person walks away not quite understanding the conversation that they've had with you um, those details are really going to help them uh, get the best out of that introduction when they make the phone call yeah, I guess it's about what do you do when someone gives you a referral. So if someone gives you a referral, what's what's the first step that you usually take? Well, the first thing to do is thank them. Of course. Um, because, well, one, that's the polite thing to do. And I find um, that, that there's actually a member in one of the regions that I look after who regularly passes uh, introductions to me, but we've never actually met. Uh, and the first time he did it for me, I rang him up and thanked him. And uh, it just keeps happening. He just keeps keeps referring me and I think a lot of that is because I just said thank you so for me that's that's the first thing that happened what would you say would be the the next thing that you need to do when you get a referral handed to you yeah definitely thanking them is really important um trying to make a bit of a fuss of them if you're in the same room as well and thanking them for it is always important because obviously people are looking at someone's uh, credibility and if, if if you can make a fuss of someone for passing referral I think it's important I often ask if they've got a couple of minutes if it's in a meeting for a quick chat before I do anything and ask them a few questions about what the person's like, what they've said to them, how they came across it, what kind of food they like to eat, what the kids look like, any information I can get to make it so that that referral turns into a piece of business for me. So I usually have a, you know an eight to 10 step process in the first seven or eight of them are all based around speaking to the referrer and finding some more information about how I can make it count 
I think I think that's very important. So one of the questions that I'll ask is um, I like to go in with a, a personal and then with a business when I go into that conversation with the person that I've been referred to. So I'll ask the person who's referring me, how do you know them? Yeah. Because that gives me the kind of the personal bit. Um, so it might be that they play football together. So I can start off that meeting after I've done the hi, how are you? Or the phone call, hi, how are you? Uh, I believe you know such and such from playing football. What's he uh, like? What's he like? And that just is starts, he any good? <laughs> it just starts the conversation going, doesn't it? Yes. Um, and it gets it on a personal level. And then I, I want to find out what, why they want to speak to me, um, so that when I go in, I can say my understanding is from having spoken to the person that's referred me to you that you're interested in this. And what that does is if that if I've got that wrong, it doesn't look stupid. I don't look stupid. That makes it look like it's maybe not been explained to me properly. And yeah. then there's a way that I can work around that rather than just going, so you want what I offer? No. And then it becomes really awkward and then it's not good for anybody. Um, so I, they're, they're the two main questions that I'll ask the person referring me. How do you know them? And what's your understanding of what they need? Uh, and why have you referred me to them? Yeah, I would, I would definitely be asking questions like that. And then when I do make the phone call or the email, depending on how I've been introduced and how, how they best like to be contacted, which is another thing I ask I'm a best emailing them. I should have phoned them. Should I just rock up? Um, I always try and keep the email or the phone call really short, and that's to arrange for me a chance to go in and sit with that person for a coffee and tell them how amazing the person who referred me is and how I really like them and get some understanding on how we both share that common interest of friendship or doing business with that other person. Absolutely. And then one of the other things that I'll talk to them about um, when they first pass me the referral is we talked before about the scale the one to five kind of heat scale of a referral I will always attempt to move that number up with them before I make the phone call so if it's, yeah. a, if it's a four I'm going to talk to the, to the person referring me and see what I can do to help them make that a five um, because that's going to make it easier for me when I get into that, that conversation with the person they've referred me to um, and hopefully lead to business for all of us yeah. and make everybody look good that way yeah, definitely. It's um, so. What what would you do if you get a referral which um, isn't so great? Uh, I would always start with the thank you. So even if it's a one, I would happily accept a referral. It's a one on on the heat scale. Um, I would say thank you, and then I would spend, as you said, a little bit of time with them, just maybe educating them a little bit on perhaps that's not a referral yet, and then I would work with them to kind of empower them, make them look good in front of the person they're trying to refer me to. Um, to get that number up to to the four or five, um, have you have you ever had a referral, Leon, that's come in and actually you thought it was maybe a one or a two? Yeah, I have to be fair, and um, we do we do business mobile phones, so a few times I've had referrals from people into someone whose phone screen is broken, um, which isn't really what we do. We manage business mobile phone contracts. Um, however, sometimes they are a way of me building a relationship with the person who's referred me because if I can help his client with this thing somewhere down the line, it may turn into some business for me and it may strengthen their relationship. So I'd always, and that's why I always make a point of having a conversation with them about, you know, what was the conversation you had? Why have you, you know, why have you referred me in here? What, what's the opportunity for me to either get some business or to help you? Because that's another reason why you might accept a referral. If you, um, if you had a client whose mobile phone bill was really high and I could go in and have a chat with him and that would help solidify your relationship with your client, that's all gravy as well. Absolutely. There's a, there's a member in one of the regions that I look after who would refer people 
uh, and only the best people, but because he knew they would make him look good. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was great for the business that was passed, but he would look absolutely spectacular in front of his clients if he put a great fellow member in front of them. Um, so that there is there is a win-win win kind of situation here. So that everybody, if it's done right, is going to look good in front of the uh, the person that is being referred to, um, and they're going to be great because they're going to get what they want out of it at the end of the day as well. Yeah. Because I remember when I was um, a relatively new member, uh, somebody passed me. Uh, a referral to a florist. They thought that would be a good introduction for me. Um, I rang the florist, and uh, it turned out they hadn't been a florist for two years. They weren't expecting my call, uh, and that was just very, very embarrassing for me and for that person. I did go back to the person who referred me and let them know, and that then I tried to do it gently, but it became a bit embarrassing for them as well. So if it's not done properly, it, it affects everybody negatively. If it's done really, really well, it will affect everybody f- very, very positively. Yeah, I think sometimes a referral is also an opportunity for you to educate the referrer even further in what you're looking for and what you're not looking for. Because sometimes people, for me, get a bit giddy and excited with getting 2,000 referrals this year when actually, and, and, and I'm pretty sure you'd be the same, I want 10 or 15 really, really good ones as opposed to 2,000 that I'm phoning and chasing around all day. Absolutely. And by educating them, as you say, um, you're going to get that shift, you're going to get probably fewer referrals, but you are going to get the better ones, and the quality of your clients is going to go up as a result. Uh, probably the, the money that you make at the end of the day will probably be higher, uh, and the time that you get back not having to chase uh, a load of rubbish referrals um, will be larger as well, so you can spend more time with your family, holidays, whatever it is, um, all very positive things. Definitely. So if you're new to b and um, which I know some of our people who are listening will be, and you're worried about getting referrals, what, what would the advice be that you would give someone about being able to get referrals? Do one-to-ones. Okay. If you sit down and get to know people and you do a proper one-to-one with, uh, with the gain sheet, which we'll come on to in another episode, um, then it's, it's going to be fairly difficult to leave that meeting if, if it's been done properly without a list of people that you can start making introductions to. The other bit of advice I would give is don't pass rubbish referrals. That's only going to affect you negatively as well. Um, so if you don't have uh, a referral as a new member, that's okay. Uh, maybe work harder to try and find a good one for the following week. Um, but just don't put pieces of paper or, or digital slips in for the sake of doing it. BI offers some training for referrals? It does. There's a referral training workshop. Um, it's also picked up on MSP a little bit. Have you been to the referral training workshop, Leon? Yeah, I've done a couple. One of them is... Uh, in, in the Merseyside reason run by Dave Verberg um, which is, he runs as part of his uh, centre business which is really good which really gave some great hints and tips on how to delve really deep into what people do and what people want and work really hard to get them referrals the, the exact kind that you want So what would your advice be then to uh, to people in, in the regions who are struggling with their referrals, be it new or established members? Yeah, I think you've obviously hit the nail on the head with the one-to-ones are really important. Um, I think the other one is, you know, if you're in B&I and you're thinking, oh, I don't know how to get referrals, and that's great. That's exactly the kind of attitude that you want from people because we've got training courses and we've got experienced members on the mentor programs who can help you find them referrals because they are everywhere. Absolutely. Now, Leon, I'm uh, aware of time. So uh, just to summarise here, um, referrals really only count as referrals if they're four or five on the scale. 
Yeah. It's a great idea to thank the person and educate the person who's passed the referral to you to, to make it even better next time. The more information you can get if you've been referred to and the more information you can give if you're referring somebody, the easier that's going to be in the initial phone call and the follow-up meetings. Um, and the main thing here is you're building relationships with everybody involved, so you need it to be high quality. Anything else that I've missed early on that you need to add to that? No, I don't think so. I think you've covered a lot, Paul. Well, that's it then for this episode. Thanks very much, Leon. Thanks very much, Paul. So this has been an Opus Media production, and don't forget that you can succeed best and quickest when helping others to succeed. 